Hi, everybody. Welcome to Not Somali Mormon Podcast. Welcome back, you guys. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. We are your hosts. Hey. <laughs> we are hosting today. Welcome to our meeting. Well, wait, we're presiding. We're Isn't presiding. Right. We're presiding and conducting. Conducting. That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> that's the word. Um, sorry, listeners, that it's been a hot second slash hot minute since we've we've recorded. Um, mostly due to me because I've been a sickie. Um, sorry, but we're back. We're back. She's better. I'm better. And I got a new, I don't know if you listeners saw the picture I posted yesterday, but my moon necklace makes me so happy because it's Telestrial Kingdom. Yeah. And I just. I love it. I love it. I got the glory of the moon. Yeah. I know. Who needs the celestial glory anyways? It's, it's boring there. I I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a party. I mean. I'm a mediocre person, so I like that I'm in the middle, you know? I'm not I'm not striving too high, but I'm not on the bottom. I'm just real happy in the middle, you keep, know? Yeah, keep the expectations just in check, yeah. <laughs> That's the story of my life, you know? I don't want to have too high of ambitions, you know? Just keep it, keep it real, you know? Just above, barely enough. Barely above I'm... scraping, scraping by. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh man! Um, I don't know if we have any announcements. I'm trying to think. We have a new Patreon member. I think. Did we talk about this last time? I don't think so. Uh, no. We we have we talked about the other Patreon member, but yeah, we have another one. Thank you. <laughs> We're up Thank to you. a whopping. Very kind. Yes. We have so many now. <laughs> but, yeah, go check us out on Patreon, people. <laughs> um, It did make me happy, though. Like, my boy was kind of making fun of me because he was like, oh, my God, we have another one. And he's like, calm down. I was like, no, this is a big deal. It like, is. It's this huge. Is exciting. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. And we really appreciate it. We, we love the support, even if you're not – um subscribe as a patreon i don't even know what it's called member i think they're just called patrons oh see i'm so dumb um (laughs) but we appreciate any support you give us like if you're just listening or liking or rating or all the things thanks thanks Thanks, everyone (laughs) thanks this reminds me of um So we, so my boyfriend and I were in Budapest this past weekend and everyone, so at the stores, at the restaurants, anywhere you went, it was so funny when they would speak English. Like, I'm not making fun of how they speak English because I was like grateful that they even spoke any English because obviously I don't speak Hungarian, but it was just really funny because at the end they would always go, bye! So much to the point that it like startled me a few times. Like I would jump a bit because I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so the whole trip, we were just walking around and be like, "Papa and then randomly, I'd be like, "Bye." <laughs> Is that how we're gonna end our shows now? <laughs> I know. I kind of feel like I have to just be like, "Bye." <laughs> it was so loud. It would just be like, "Hi, how's it going?" You know. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. (laughs) 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 
like it had me giggling all like the entire trip. I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh man. Mm. Anyways, also I've had like I, I started um, listening to my favorite murder again mm-hmm. on pod, like that podcast. Yeah. And I think that those two girls, those two women, Georgia and Karen, are hilarious. And, like, I like when they sidetrack because it makes me laugh. But my boy, like, does not. He gets so annoyed. He's like, ugh, they've been, like, sidetracked for, like, 20 minutes. And I just want to know about the murder. And I kind of was thinking to myself, like, clearly he doesn't listen to our podcast. Because yeah. he just lot of shit before we actually start talking about the topic we have yeah so many tangents and (laughs) (laughs) I think especially in our first episodes it was like tangent (laughs) mania it (laughs) there was never a clear path especially me I swear (laughs) when I listen to the first two episodes of me it's like I've taken four lines of cocaine before doing the episode (laughs) because I am like such a fucking like chatty Kathy. I'm just like, and then another story, and then like another thing, and and, like for two hours, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, we're like we realize we have we have time. We can get all these stories out eventually. I think I was just so excited to talk about sex and everything inappropriately. So I was just like, oh my god, I cannot wait. I need to tell. Every single detail, every story. And then let's put it on the internet for free. (laughs) (laughs) And have everyone in the world know about our, like, detailed private life. Right? (sighs) Great ideas. I was talking about that with um, uh, my boy's friend. Like, he was, like, asking about our podcast. And I was like, okay, let me give you fair warning. If you listen to the first few episodes, they're a bit... um, You'll become real personal with me after that. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, I was like, yeah. I love how okay. in those first episodes, too, we would just start. Like, literally, I would press record, and then I would just say, okay, we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's like our version of, bye! Yeah. I didn't even say, I didn't even introduce us. It was just, let's just go. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We're so, so main reason why we're talking about this is to say thank you again for all these people who listen to us and especially listen to the first few episodes and continue to listen to our podcast because you guys are troopers. Yeah. You're troopers. You're amazing people because I don't think I would have done it myself. I know. To be quite honest. <laughs> it's funny too. After making a podcast, I f- I find that before we did this, I would kind of judge other people's podcasts and be like, "Ew, their their sound is, doesn't sound very good," or "They made a mistake right there," or blah blah blah. And now I listen to podcasts and I'm I'm just like I can't judge because I know it's, it's hard to be perfect on these things. I mean, listen, we don't even edit our stuff. This is what I also love is I get this question all the time mm-hmm. from people who are, like, interested in our podcast or, like, you know, have heard about it from, from my boy or from friends or whoever. And I'm always like, yeah, like, we just, we're all about, like, natural. And they're like, oh, so how long do you guys spend on editing it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, we don't edit. Yeah, so. I used to edit, and now I'm just, I 
I don't. I don't got time for that. <laughs> so. Well, I appreciate it because you know what? You, we all know I'm the lazy bitch in this, this combo, <laughs> so I'm not going to be editing it. So I think it's fair, fair enough that we don't. And um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've just learned to trim it from being two hours to 40 minutes. <laughs> or somewhere in that vicinity. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Well, should we Speaking get into the that, get into the topic then? We should. It's all about mental health. So it's a follow up on um, not the so the last episode we had was Katie did the mini episode from one of our listeners, which is amazing. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen. Um, and then the episode prior to that was on vulnerability, mm-hmm. and I think it was a really great discussion that we had and opened up a lot of. Further discussions and dialogue on the issue, or not issue, but on the topic of vulnerability and also mental health. But we decided that we wanted to break it into two episodes instead of combining them into one. Yeah. So today is part two on mental health. Yeah. And that was supposed to be my drum roll, but it didn't turn out <laughs> to be that. Um, but also, Katie and I were talking about this before we started recording, is that like I think it would just be great um to have like an ongoing topic around mental health like this doesn't need to be our final and last episode on mental health because as we both know it's an ongoing issue for a lot of people for me and and everyone that's either gone through a religious upbringing like mormonism or who hasn't maybe it's just an entirely different situation in general but they can relate to mental health and the struggles of it and I think it's so important to continuously shed light on this topic because it's still quite taboo um, to talk about and I think if we just continue to have an open dialogue about it and it doesn't have to be every single episode or even every month but just so that listeners you guys know that if you have stories or if you want to talk about them like send them in and we will continue to chat about this topic because it's so important definitely I agree yeah and so we actually asked a few questions on social media and I and so Katie and I both we took some screenshots to make sure we remember them and I think it'd be really great if we just maybe read a few of them and talked about it and uh yeah yeah we Um, got a lot of great responses we did so thank you for everyone for everyone, I can't even prepositions are hard. Thank you to everyone who responded and participated, and those of you who didn't, it's still okay. Like, you know, you do your own thing. Yeah. Also, I keep burping, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Oh, I also want to, Katie. I didn't even talk to you about this, but uh, I was gonna save it for this episode. But last week, when I was really sick, um, it started because of. An anxiety attack. Oh. Which is something I had never experienced before where, and I was kind of dealing with this whole topic of, so I, I wanted to talk about this in this episode, like these, I'm doing air quotes, these sins that trigger anxiety. Oh, uh-huh. So there's still things that like I do that, you know, the Mormon church considers a sin and it triggers my anxiety and sometimes I'm aware of it and sometimes I'm not. And then I have to think about, okay, what did I do that day? What was I thinking about? Mm. And then it always goes back to like this certain sin. I'm doing air quotes again of 
something I did. Yeah, yeah. And that one for me was sex has also, it's been kind of on my mind a bit more lately. Like used to, I didn't struggle with it as much. And now recently I've noticed that like sometimes after sex or even during sex, I think about like, this is, this is dirty. This is wrong. Like this is a sin. I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it gets me in my head and like, anyway, so that night last week, I think it was Monday it was so intense for me. I had this anxiety attack that I couldn't breathe. Like it was, it was uh-huh. during the night. Like, so my boyfriend and I went to sleep and like, I couldn't catch my breath. And then I started to panic even more because I couldn't breathe. Like I could not uh-huh. catch my breath, my breath. And then it was like short panic breaths, like, <laughs> like that. Like I just uh-huh. like could not catch my breath. And it happened like for over an hour. And finally, like he just had to like hold me and like, make like force me to breathe like correctly you know like focus on breathing in and exhaling and it was just really intense and then he said it was so bad that even when I was sleeping like because I was I fell asleep like I don't know two hours later and in my sleep he said I was doing like (sighs) like that like the whole night so I went to the doctor the next day because my chest and my my lungs were like on fire and I was like oh my god like what's happening to me? Like, am I sick? Do I have pneumonia? Like I was freaking out. And I went to my doctor and he's like, Oh, it sounds like you just had a really, really bad panic attack, like a really bad anxiety attack. And because of that, because you were straining your lungs for so long, you have slight bronchitis now, like, and that's what's causing your lungs to feel like how they do now. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Like, And I guess I just didn't really, like, I didn't think I was that anxious, but I was. And another thing that triggered it, I had to think about, okay, what did I do that day that triggered my anxiety so much? And I met up with a friend who's still Mormon. Oh. And I think I just felt the guilt, even though she didn't say anything to, like, necessarily bring any of that anxiety like I just think that being associated with someone who was talking about the Mormon church and like her activities and what she'd done on Sunday and like she and her friends were planning a trip to see the Rome temple and I just I think all of those and then I had sex that day so I think it was just like all these feelings like triggered anxiety and I just had a really bad one so oh my gosh (laughs) that's horrible yeah but I I totally agree with what you what you said about those quote-unquote sins triggering anxiety and all kinds of mental yeah mental issues because that happens with me it especially happens for me after I've drank alcohol because yep you you know being the whole Mormon thing about how alcohol is so evil and there's all this judgment around alcohol and so even now it's just it's crazy I you know it's gotten better but a day after drinking alcohol I'm like I just feel off and some days it's way worse than others so I I haven't luckily I haven't experienced anything to the level that you've experienced but mm-hmm. I get like that concept. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, you and I have talked about this before in previous episodes, but also if I drink, then sometimes I'm okay. And other days, like the next day, I just feel like I'm really grumpy. And also just like, 
I'm anxious. And, yeah. and I get that sometimes that's just a common side effect of drinking and having a hangover and blah, blah, blah. It's not necessarily linked to, you know, us feeling like these are sins. But I feel like mine and maybe your situation or anyone who's, like, grew up in a religion that said that alcohol, drinking alcohol or smoking or whatever is a sin or is bad, it's just amplified yeah. when you're hungover as well. Yeah, totally. Because then I automatically, I start blaming myself. Like, well, yeah. you know, he wouldn't feel this way if he didn't drink. And that's why God and, like, Joseph Smith <laughs> and all those people told you not to drink alcohol. Like, it's your own fault. And blah, blah, blah. You know? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, well, let's read some of these questions. So the yeah. first one that we asked was what kinds of mental health obstacles have you encountered so we obviously won't say people's names out of respect and whatnot but um i'll just read a few and katie if you want to jump in at any time let me know but uh, one person said anxiety self-doubt suicidal thoughts poor self-image Mm-hmm. Um, which I think the self-image is a really, yeah, it's a pretty, unfortunately, it's a common one. Yeah. Uh, after leaving the church, like, you feel a bit like, ugh. Um, and I'm, for this listener, like, I'm sorry that you even dealt with suicidal thoughts. Like, that's, I can't even imagine. I know that must be really tough. Um, and yeah. then the other one is, well, some of the other ones are depression, cognitive distortions which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, panic attacks, anxiety. I think anxiety is a gigantic like factor. <laughs> I feel like almost everyone says something about anxiety. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, mm-hmm. Almost, I think that was like, a, actually we're going to see, but I'm pretty sure every single response has anxiety in it. Um, another one said low self-worth, anxiety over not being perfect, and no healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. The no healthy boundaries, I thought, was also interesting, too. Yeah. Um, major, another one, major PTSD and depression after finding out about history of church. Oh, which yeah. I can relate, because when I found out that stuff, like, my mind was just, like, it was rocked. Like, my whole world was rocked, but I also, I get what she's saying, that, like, depression, like, I felt... I felt really sick and depressed for a while. Like, I yeah. can't believe that I've invested so much in my life to this religion that has this type of history. Right. Like, I felt sick, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, the sick feeling. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, another one said social anxiety and depression, which, okay, so I guess I should clarify, like, we, we asked this question, what kinds of mental health obstacles have you encountered? These don't have to be particular to the church. It was just like an open question for anyone, um, not just related with leaving Mormonism, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> um, another one, social anxiety and depression. Uh, another listener, shame. Tons of it, which led to depression, anxiety, and su- suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. which is awful. Shame, oh. yeah. So sad. Um, another one, anxiety that I'm not good enough, which is, seems to be quite a theme. Yeah. Depression, anxiety, lack of self-worth, blaming myself for things I had no control over. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scrolling along with you here on these screenshots, and I'm just looking, and I'm like, wow, I really do think everyone says um, there's so much anxiety. All these anxiety we've had to deal with. <clears throat> 
Exactly. And then, oh, this one was interesting, too. The word worthy has been corrupted for me, having an outside person evaluate me. Yeah, yeah. That term worthy, like, you're not just inherently worthy as a human being. You have to be evaluated. Yeah. Another one, life in general, trying to acclimate as best as possible. Um, another one, anxiety, another one, anxiety, and then in all caps, with, with everything. everything. <laughs> um, <clears throat> some more serious anxiety, overwhelming guilt, and pressure to marry someone I didn't want to be with. Um, anxiety, depression, insomnia, every stress-induced element. Uh, dealing with my hus- husband's family, poor kid is in therapy. They were not pleased when he married me. Ooh, mm. ooh. Wow. That's sad. Um, issues from abusive parenting styles being justified by older doctors. Oh, Whoa. Wow. Which I think somewhat, like, well, a few people commented on that, on that LDS Living post. Oh, uh-huh, which, by the way, got taken down, which sucks, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> which, when, he, when he told me that, I was, like, telling my boy that, and he's like, oh, my God, you guys are taking down the Mormon church. <laughs> step at a time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was great. Um, but, yeah, no, I remember reading quite a few comments about, like, basically child abuse that these parents would justify with saying it's they have the power of the priesthood. Right. So what they're doing is, you know, it's okay because they have the priesthood power. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, <clears throat> it's horrible. Sorry, I hope this isn't boring to listeners, but I find these responses fascinating because it's so... You know, there's quite, as as Katie just mentioned, like, common theme of anxiety, but there's also a lot of things that I'm like, whoa, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. Or, you know, maybe I've experienced that, too, and I didn't realize that other people have. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to keep on reading, bitches, and be going to listen. <laughs> so uh, another one, PTSD from abuse and assault and neglect experiences on, experienced on missions. Wow. Which, I don't know, Ooh. I hope that. Our listeners have listened to our listeners have listened to our episode with my friend Lisa, who's on, and she talks about her experiences as a missionary in Berlin. And I mean, it's it's mind blowing to me, like the stuff that they go through and and the abuse that they experience on mission. I mean, obviously not everyone, and I want to you know clarify that some people have amazing missions where even if they left the church, they still have nothing negative to say about a mission, but. At the same time, I think it was really important what Lisa was doing is that she still was very respectful, but also shining a light on some of the areas that are problematic in the hopes that the church changes their view. And like a neglect and assault, especially for sister missionaries, um, I think needs definitely to be changed. um, Yeah. For sure. Um, I had religious-based OCD. OCD as a kid I had obsessively pray worried I was going to hell which I also did that oh my gosh I, I wanted to touch on this one because this one was sent in by uh, my friend Lauren hi Lauren <laughs> but <laughs> hi, Lauren. that's crazy all three of us did that like yeah that I I mean I just remember so clearly like I felt like I had to obsessively pray or pray in a very very specific manner so many times and even with, like, scripture reading or with anything to do with religion or something like that, it was, I was so scared of doing it wrong that I would do it over and over and over and over again. Kind of like how when they bless the sacrament, if the little 
uh, whatever, 16-year-old boy says one word wrong in front of the congregation. They make him repeat it over and over until he gets it right. So I wonder if that's sort of where that came from. But then I was just so afraid of doing it wrong that I would do it repetitively. And I hadn't even realized that I'd done that until um, we got that comment from Lauren. That's crazy. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I didn't even, like, think of that as something, but for me, I guess I related it as, I didn't think of it as OCD, but now I'm like, oh, yeah, that definitely was was what it was. But I was superstitious, right? Like, I was, like, paranoid that if I did not pray every single night, or if I didn't read my scriptures, and y'all, this was, like, another weird thing I did that was, like, superstitious. I would kiss my scriptures before going to bed. Like, I'd be like, Mwah, and then, like, put them aside. It was, like, this weird superstitious thing I did that I was like, oh, my God, like, just so that God knows, I read my scriptures before I went to bed, like. Yeah. And if I didn't do it, I was, like, I convinced myself that either I wouldn't sleep well or that Satan would come to me in the middle of the night or the next day I was bound to have a shit day because Ugh. I didn't do it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I just remembered something too in like praying. Um, I think this is because this is how my grandparents would pray a lot. They would say very specific things in their prayers every time. Like they would specifically ask for so and so to drive safely or whatever, pretty much every time they knew that that person was going to be driving. And so I think in my mind, I was like, if I don't pray, and ask for everybody to be healthy or ask for everyone to be safe, then someone might get hurt or someone might get sick and it would be my fault for not asking for it, which is so crazy to think about. But like, that's totally how my brain worked when I was younger. No, I completely agree. I would think the same thing. And also this is what came to my, um, sorry, I'll keep burping, (laughs) came to mind when I was traveling this past weekend is that before I would fly as a Mormon, I would always say a prayer like, you know, oh, dear Heavenly yeah. Father, please help me travel safely, blah, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah. Oh, man. And, like, on this trip, I just noticed that, like, I was scared to take off, and I didn't realize it until my boy, like, grabbed my hand, because I guess, like, because I usually fly by myself, or, like, if I fly with other people, we don't sit beside each other. So, like, I didn't really realize I did this. And he was like, oh, I didn't know that you were scared to fly. And I was like, I'm not. But I guess I was feeling a bit anxious because, like, before I would find some type of weird superstitious comfort in that, like, if I prayed, (laughs) then I would be safe on this travel. But now that I don't have that, I was a bit like, oh, my God, am I going to die now because I don't believe in celestial Jesus anymore? (laughs) Like, I don't know what's going to happen to me. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Anyways, okay, so another one is way too much shame, making me feel unworthy of everything and anything. Not cool. Definitely not cool. Not cool. Um, another one, depression, worthly, worthlessness, anxiety. Others I've known have had delusions. Um, another one, rejection, guilt, shame, and being gaslit by every damn Mormon in my life. <laughs> Preach, girl. Preach. Preach. Um, another one, depression and suicidal thoughts, another eating disorder and anxiety, bless them. Um, some more trusting people's intentions and words, finding myself drawn to narcissistic controlling types, which I thought was, damn, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm thinking about that if I've also experienced it. 
don't know. Have you? You know, I, I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like in my past because, you know, not so much now, but when I I was freshly leaving the church, I think subconsciously maybe I was drawn to someone who was going to control me or situations where I was controlled because I was used to being told what to do all the time from the church. So I can definitely see that, but I've never even thought about that before. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, I guess, I guess I would be the same, like thinking about like control in and of itself, just like, yeah, I guess I was drawn to people who, who did like, especially when I was in the Mormon church, but also leaving um, relationships where the people were either friends or romantic would be a bit controlling. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought like, oh, that's fine. And then it wasn't until like, I kind of realized that and like, you know, my friends I have now are not like that. And then also, you know, my relationship is not like that either. It's kind of like, well, no, you do what you want. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. But I honestly, I do what I want. <laughs> yeah, I've never experienced that in a relationship until the one I'm in now, which, yeah. you know, luckily we've been together a long time. But before that, it was like, I just thought that was normal that your partner would kind of control you or just little areas of your life that they weren't really yours they and um I think that that was normal sort of normalized to me because of religion because you're basically told what to do all the time anyway even with your private like life even just when you're by yourself yeah Mm -hmm. yep interesting and I think like that also goes along with a lot of the anxiety issues because for me my anxiety and like my therapist and my doctor have told me this is that I am, I don't like not being in control. Mm. So either I, in the sense of like either someone's controlling me, i.e. a religion or whatever, or I'm in control by following a religious Mm. standard. Mm -hmm. And so now that I'm out of that, my anxiety has been quite intense because I feel like I'm out of control. I feel like I don't have someone telling me what to do, so now I have to make these decisions, and I don't know how to. Yeah. Like, I'm just overwhelmed, and I feel like, oh, my God, like, what if I make the wrong decision? Like, I don't have these, you know, Ten Commandments telling me that, like, (laughs) if I do this, this, and this, that, like, this is how my life will turn out, and, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit daunting, and also just overwhelming. Yeah. So. No, I get that um, for sure. Yeah. So, anyways, and, uh, let's read some more. I'm just a chatty Kathy again today, I tell you that. Um, this one is people not having a healthy view of sex or sexuality. Exactly. That's I, huge. I've talked about that yeah. before. That's a huge one. <laughs> um, another one, I'm, she says, I'm bisexual and an atheist, and I struggle with depression and anxiety from my repressed years, which also, yeah, yeah I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Um, another listener, self-hate and loathing, feeling unworthy, shame, disappointment of self, just for starters. That's intense. Yeah. Um, another one, depression, suicide attempts, severe anxiety. It makes me feel so sad. I mean, I know that it's a thing, but just from our, these followers that responded, there's been so many, um, suicidal thoughts and suicidal like at times it's just oh it makes me feel so sad and I I hope that 
these people who have submitted this and are talking about it, first of all, thank you so much for being brave enough to share that with us and with essentially everyone now that we're talking about it. Um, but it's really brave, and I hope that you don't feel that way anymore. And if you do, like, please feel free to reach out to someone, to us, or whatever is most helpful, you know? Like, I'm not... I'm in Germany, so I don't know what the hotline would be, but the point is, like, I hope you feel like you have a community and you have a safe space that um, you can talk about these things and hopefully you can get the help if you need it. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Um, Another one, narcissism, antisocial disorder, both left when I get therapy and learned, when I got therapy and learned empathy. Mm. Interesting, learning empathy, I think that's a big one. Yeah. Um, I still struggle with that, but... I'm working on it. Um, another one, anxiety from depression. The if you're depressed, you're not doing enough attitude from TSCC. What is TSCC? Um, the so-called church. Oh. Yeah. It's another one of those acronyms there. I remember like TBM. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, if you're on enough ex-Mormon Reddit threads or ex-Mormon Facebook things, you start to learn <laughs> the acronyms that's the thing i'm like what is i feel like i'm this old grandma who's like never up to date i'm no, like what's live you just <laughs> haven't dug deep enough in the on the ex-mormon internet <laughs> apparently i'm like way behind no no um okay so another one is anxiety another one thought i was impure unworthy with how i thought of things turns out i just like sex uh, I <laughs> turns <love> out <laughs> turns out that's all it is um another one who yeah uh seeing how brainwashed family and friends act oh yeah um, another one, feeling worthless, ashamed, never good enough, self-esteem, eating disorder, and body image issues. Oh, bless, bless this person. I totally can relate a lot of self-esteem and body image issues and eating disorders, all that stuff from, I mean, yeah, I don't want to blame everything on the church and especially in this um case but like a lot of my I just never felt good enough I never felt like I was going to be this perfect wife for Mm -hmm. a worthy priesthood holder (laughs) like I was always like oh I'm ugly I'm too fat like I'm not like I'm not domestic enough I'm too sassy I'm too feisty like I'm just never good enough I'm not righteous enough like whatever um so yeah that seems to be a super common thing that people feel and have talked about a little bit yeah sad mm-hmm. um sorry that sad is so like <laughs> and just so you know sarah i don't i don't know what happened but i don't have the rest of the screenshots so i'm literally just listening to you so you have full control right now <laughs> Ooh, i have control that's how i like it my therapist would be like see you have control you have it sarah <laughs> Well, there are only three more left on uh, this question. So uh, another one is post-traumatic religious disorder, depression, anxiety. Another one, self-love is hard. And the CPTSD I have now from the physical abuse really sucks. Hmm. Oh, bless you. I'm sorry. Um, And the last one is feeling like I was never enough which is what we just talked about, and it's 
so sad to me. <laughs> me too. Um, <sighs> Katie, do you want to do the next batch? So we asked also a second question that was, um, if so, it's like a follow-up question. If so, in what ways has your mental health changed since leaving the church? Yeah, I'll read the ones I got. Here. I mean, there are a lot, so I don't know. Should we save them for another episode since we're already almost out of time? Or do you uh, want to? Maybe we should save them because I don't want to be just like reading too quickly. And there's a bunch, so we yeah, can, we can like save them for a different it. episode. Yeah. Okay, so we'll do, like, a follow-up one. So, yeah. you guys, you're probably like, oh, my God, these bitches are going to read again. But <laughs> I just think it's so important, and I love getting all the comments because it's, for me, it's it's not only empowering. Like, it makes me feel like, oh, my God, I'm not the only person who's going through this. Yeah. But also, I just think it's so important to talk about mental health because there's still that negative stigma around it. Like, there's still that, like, if someone says that they're depressed or they're, you know, they have severe anxiety, like, it's almost like I don't want to talk to people about it because I'm embarrassed or I think that they'll think I'm crazy or I'm on meds or I'm just using depression or anxiety as an excuse in my mm-hmm. life, you know? So I want to break that barrier down and I know that we're not going to do it overnight, but I don't know. I want to just talk about this stuff and get it out there and hope that people know it's a safe space and they can talk about this. Exactly. Exactly. You said it perfectly. Perfect. (laughs) Bye. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It just makes me giggle. Sorry, listeners. Uh, You're probably so annoyed with me doing it, but it was just hilarious could have just ended it like that. Just cut it right off. what we can do since we have a few more minutes left like so we'll we'll save the follow-up question for another episode because i think it's really important and we actually have more responses to that question yeah um we did to the first one so that'll be a good episode but i also wanted to highlight i wanted to give the stats because you know i'm a stats kind of person i'm so i'm so smart give me the stats i'm not (laughs) math not my thing uh, but I wanted to give the, the stats of people who voted, like, what the number was. Oh, um, yeah, this is interesting. Because I think it's interesting, and Katie thinks it's interesting, so that's all the fucking matters. Okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> so the question asked was, have you experienced or witnessed mental health issues triggered by the church? And we have 102 listeners voted for yes, and four voted no. So that's interesting. And then the second one we asked was, do you think leaving the church has had an impact on your mental health? We had 98 voted yes and five voted no. Quite a difference. (laughs) Oh, and then the last one, which I thought was quite an interesting divide, and I, I was a bit shocked by the numbers, to be honest, was did you ever experience unprofessional counseling from a priesthood holder instead of speaking with a licensed therapist? And I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit biased here, so maybe this is my fault, but I thought for sure that we would have very little no's because in my mind, any type of priesthood counseling is unprofessional, right? So I was a bit like, whoa. But no, we had... 64 voted for yes and 23 votes for no. Yeah, you know, I think maybe people just, um, maybe they didn't think of it in that way. Maybe they didn't think that counseling from a bishop or even 
something like a priesthood blessing, that's definitely not professional. Um, and I would think that many more of them would have, you know, got gotten that quote unquote advice <laughs> from Ooh. from a bishop. But uh, I don't know. I guess I don't know what they were thinking when they responded. So not yeah, quite sure. To be fair, like those who sorry, I didn't mean to cut, uh, cut you off. Um, if you're listening and you voted no, maybe tell us why. I mean, if you have time, you could just be like, fuck it. I don't really care to explain. <laughs> but if you want to explain, I think it'd be interesting because maybe I'm just not understanding the thought process behind it. Um, and so if, if you voted no, uh, just, and you want to send in an explanation, that'd be great. Cause yeah. then I would understand. Yeah. Same. Um, cause I don't want to just be like completely biased and shut off and like, what? these people like how can you vote no <laughs> um but if you explain it to me then 98 percent of the time i will still think these people but maybe two percent the like, best ah, part okay. is when we do instagram stories like <laughs> a lot of the time they're just maybe a little bit silly or lighthearted, or you know are like yes the answer is always definitely yes there's always like one or two people you guys <laughs> There's always the haters, and they just click the other thing just to be a brat every single freaking time. And then me and Sarah are both like, who are these people? (laughs) Who do they think they are? (laughs) I know. It still gets under my skin, though, because I'll be like, that bitch, that one person, what a cunt. Oh, my God. And the best, too, is, like, the people who comment on our – on our Instagram that are Mormon, like, I don't know, they're just so funny. We got a comment, I don't know if it was last week or sometime, but this guy commented and said, um, like, are you guys, do you guys actively hate the Mormon church? Like, do you not even associate with Mormons anymore? Like, and I have friends, like, I would be friends with an ex-Mormon, but I don't know if you would, and I want to know your reasons for leaving, and I'm just like, Okay, first of all, do you know that we're a podcast? Like, go listen. We've told, like, we talk about this extensively. Secondly, we don't hate, we don't hate Mormons. I don't know. People's no. comments are just so funny to me. And I'm like, what are you, it says podcast, like, right in our name. <laughs> but also, I don't, I, I didn't see this one. Oh, now was, I'm intrigued. It I want to go and look at It was funny. Topic. I responded and I was very nice. Um, but we got a comment like yesterday from someone that said, Lord help them for they know not what they do. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How am I missing these? I don't, oh my uh, God. Oh, you guys, it's entertaining though. So this uh. makes me so happy. Charles, please keep at it. <laughs> Keep at it. Um, also, I saw that, like, because Katie is brilliant, and she, I love that you leave these comments on, like, like, LDS Living. She left this comment on one of their posts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically being, like, because uh, it's something that Russell and Nelson posted, and, and Katie was like, shouldn't it be the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? Yeah, because their, their handle, like, their account name is LDS Living, and so I commented, because they had posted a quote of Russell M. Nelson, so I commented, and I was like, shouldn't your Instagram account name be the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Living? Because Russell M. Nelson said that shortening it with an abbreviation is a victory for Satan. 
what it was. I totally butchered your comment. No, but you're good. Giggle so much, and then this one person responds like, "What do they say? Something like, why do you have to like? No one yeah. was asking. They said you. like, no one asked you for your opinion, so I'm not quite sure what you're trying to say here." And I just responded, "You guys, I can't help myself." I just responded, and I was like, "You know, it's actually not my opinion. It's what Russell M. Nelson said." So. <laughs> brought me so much joy (laughs) oh I love it used to in the beginning these trolls would like offend me or like upset me and now it just makes me giggle yeah so pretty by all means if you're a troll and you're listening send us a message leave us a comment I love it (laughs) me too (laughs) do it and on that note bye bye Sorry, listeners were so, I am so obnoxious today, but um, it is a very serious topic, and we do take it seriously. I'm just, like, sleep-deprived and delirious and have to poo, so I'm going to be like, let's cut this short. All right, I'm going to start playing our outro music so you can, (laughs) you can gear up to go to the bathroom. They know I'm going to poo soon, so thank you. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks, and uh, yeah, follow us and rate us and do all the nice things because we love you. And uh, look out for new posts and new episodes and all the things. All right, bye.